The Mind Aware 164. Well, it starts with you feeling good. So excited to have 15 to 30 minutes of just pure fun right now. This is going to be good. Yay! I love that. <laughs> Oh, that sounds nice. I'd like that. I'll mm. just go get that for myself right now. Be perfect every minute of every day. Never have another drop of sugar. Because I think if you say that to people, everybody's going to freak out. Hi, Dana. It's great to see you. I mean, not see you, but be with you today. <laughs> what I found to be the secret. <laughs> Who doesn't want to be great? I love it. You know, when you're clear, what you choose to show up in your life will and only to the extent that you're clear. That's the amazing capacity of the human mind. Hello, everyone. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show, and welcome. Have you ever felt like you were guilted into attending one of those family functions that, you know, we love our families, right? But sometimes you think, gosh, I really would rather just have the weekend off. But then you say no and you feel bad or you say yes and you have to kind of convince yourself to have a good time and you're there wishing you were doing the other thing. And what is it about feeling obligated or feeling like we have to say yes to things when we really want to say no? Well, guess what? I have someone here today who's going to help us with this very thing. She is the most awesome, Amy Smith. She's the founder of The Joy Junkie. She's a life coach, a speaker, a podcaster, and just an all-around badass. And so she is here to help you learn how to say no without feeling guilty. Hi, Amy. Hi, Dana, I'm so excited to chat with you. I'm so excited to have you here, too. I mean, it's really true. It's funny how I don't think it's even just a female thing. I think culturally there's this feeling of, like, if we say no to people, we're going to hurt their feelings or something. Why Why do you think it's so difficult to say no? Well, I think that, I mean, even if we look at a, a biological or physiological history of humankind, I mean, even looking at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, one of our primary needs is a sense of belonging. So, you know, in days of old, it was, you know, and during hunter-gatherer, if you were not accepted into a certain tribe or society, it was death. It meant death. So now how that translates, you know, many, many years later is that we feel as though we must be accepted. We must be loved. We must be liked because the underlying fear is typically that it's going to cause our demise in some way. So I do think that there's a huge piece of just our own biological makeup Mm -hmm. of, you know, our desire to say yes. Uh, And I think it all comes from this underlying place of needing to be accepted, needing to be looked favorably. And if people don't like me, don't accept me, what must that mean? And I think a lot of times we collapse that with our Mm self-worth. And what we're really doing when we say yes to a bunch of shit that we really don't want to do, or we're doing primarily from guilt, obligation, or fear is we are saying that that per, that we're responsible for that person's feelings. So if they're disappointed in us, upset with us, that we're responsible for that in some way, which is a right. fallacy. Right. I, I totally hear what you're saying. So I hear it's kind of like a almost a – I hear three major points being made here. One is we're kind of acting from a primal 
primal brain place, kind of primal. The second part is we're afraid of judgment, like there's going to be some judgment around it. And then third, that we're responsible for other people. We're responsible for their feelings or for pleasing them or whatever the case may be. Do you have any shortcuts then? Like how does somebody, let's say somebody's listening to this and thinking, yeah, that's me. I'm that person. How can I start to say no? What can I start to do now? I mean, how do you start to immediately take that first step? Okay, so I've got two things. One is is a concept, so it's conceptual, something that I just want to offer people around awareness. Okay. And then the second is an actual to-do, an action item. Super. So, well, so the first thing is a concept that I love to use all the time in my work, which is almost like a mantra that you are responsible for your intention, not your reception. Nice. Nice. You could dig a little deeper into that. Let's talk about that for a second. So, sure. so what you're saying is, whatever your intention is, is what's primary. How somebody else receives it? Because let's face it, we're all living in our own little worlds in our heads. And I've I've been on the receiving end of that, where I was just really being all love and light, and everything was going out, and then somebody took it completely the wrong way. That's and right. and so what you're saying is. We have to get over the idea that we can live in somebody else's head. Well, that's right. And so, first of all, if you're looking at, like, let's take a situation where you're standing up for your own, let's say, political beliefs, or you're telling somebody something that's really starkly in opposition to what they believe. Like, you know, for for me in my personal life, it is telling my mom that I'm not, you know, I appreciate her inviting me to church, but it's not something that I'm interested in doing. And will she please not keep asking me? Mm -hmm. So in that sort of a situation, I could express my religious beliefs or spiritual beliefs or what have you to her. And it could be really poorly received. She could make me wrong, you know, throw her old guilt, be a guilt hurler, as I like to say. Or, you know, I could present that to somebody else and they could think I'm a saint and I'm amazing. And then somebody else might be completely ambivalent. So the reception is going to be all across the board. But the only thing that I'm really in control of is who I am being, how I am delivering that information, my intention. So I love to say, you know, if your intent is one of malice, if your intent is one of is ill-intended, then maybe you should feel kind of bad about that. You're being a dick. But if you're, <laughs> you know, if you're being kind, you know, and that's one of the huge cornerstones of the work I do is handling yourself with grace and kindness. So I can deliver that information to any number of people and say, here's my spiritual beliefs and say it super kindly and know that. That is my only barometer and my only measurement of success is how I've handled myself. Nice. Otherwise, it's like it's a crapshoot if I'm going to get received well or not. Yeah, you don't have any idea. I totally love it. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show, and we're going to get to that to-do on Amy's list, but I want to let you know we're talking to Amy Smith. She's the founder of the Joy Junkie, and you're going to love this. Head over to thejoyjunkie.com, and remember, junkie is J-U-N-K-I-E thejoyjunkie.com and you can check out you're going to love what she's got for you there to opt in for stand up for yourself without being a dick isn't that what we all want to do (laughs) well guess what (laughs) go over there and sign up for amy's website on her website and get that 
information because that can help you out right now. And so, Amy, tell me something. You had a to-do on the list, too. What was your to-do for saying no? Okay. So the internal piece, again, is that mantra, just saying I'm responsible for my intention, not my reception. And, again, that the little freebie that you just mentioned will have more on that so people can dig deeper. But then as far as, like, a tactic – when somebody approaches you with something that, <laughs> and I'm sure everybody can relate to this, like everything in your body is like, fuck no, like no. And then you're all, sure, totally. I can't wait. I had a friend who called it being the totally girl. And oh, that's great. so what you need to do in that moment, all this is, is a reconditioning. Instead of your instinct being yes or sure or totally, you just need to buy yourself some time. So make the commitment to say, you know what, I'm going to need to check my schedule on that. And you can always start with gratitude, saying something like, thank you so much for thinking of me. Like, oh, my gosh, I'm so honored you would ask me for that. Let me check my schedule. I'm going to need to get back to you. Or how soon do you need to know? I just want to make sure I don't have to bail on you last minute. I need to check my calendar. Buy yourself some time, even if it's something like, you know what, can you hold that thought? I need to run to the restroom real quick. I'll be quick. You know, whatever you have to do to not say yes right away. And then if they are extremely demanding that they need an answer immediately, I will, this is my favorite go-to, is to say, you know what, if you need an answer right away, I'm going to need to politely decline. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Done. Yeah. Like, just because it's urgent to them doesn't mean it's urgent to you. Yeah, I think that's really great advice. And I love this idea of buying yourself some time because I, those of us who do have a tendency to say yes to too many things, we know ourselves. And if we can just get in the habit of not reacting immediately and instead just being like, like you said, I mean, too, terrific advice. Can I get back to you? Or, or I want to make sure when I commit to something, I really commit to it. So I want to make sure and not say yes yet until I know for sure my schedule or whatever. Whatever the case is, I I really love all this. Really good stuff, Amy. Have you ever thought about potentially, too, that if you're that way, because I know myself, I went through a period where I was saying yes to everything just because I love everybody so much that I had no sense about (laughs) my schedule, you know, when I was very first coming up. And so I just started telling people, look at I say yes to everything, and so I need just a little bit of time to process this and let them know, like, help them to understand, like, I adore you and I love you and I will say yes to you, but I need to make sure that I can really commit to it. That's right. That's right. And I think what's really different, the distinction you're looking at right here, is what you were being motivated to say yes for was fulfillment, love, gratitude. So many people, their motivating factor is guilt, yeah, right. or responsibility. It's not, oh my God, I just wish I had all the time in the world because I want to love up on all these people. That's not, it's not that. It is, what if they don't love me? What if they don't accept me? What does it mean to you to quote, let somebody down? How did that become your responsibility? Mm-hmm. So I think looking at your motivation is extremely different, mm-hmm. um, or extremely important rather, um, to decipher kind of what the fuel is in that car you're driving. Yeah, great advice and great analogy. Look at your motivation. I love it. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show. We're talking to Amy Smith. She is the joy junkie. <laughs> Head over to thejoyjunkie.com, and what you're going to see is a fantastic 
free workbook that you can sign up for to really help you find more self-confidence and more self-love. It's got a great title. You can't miss it. It's right on the front page. Stand <laughs> up for yourself without being a dick. You know you're in the right place when you see that on the page. I'm going to be right back in one second. And since we're on the topic of self-love, I'm going to ask Amy about how to feel more self-confident, more self-love starting today. We'll be right back. Do you ever wish you had someone you could call for advice about your business? Maybe you want someone to look over your marketing strategy or evaluate your Facebook page. If so, then Buy Your Side from the Mind Aware is for you. Learn more at joinbyyourside.com. Buy Your Side is a program where you have access to the best experts in the area of direct sales, marketing, leadership, social media, and more. That's joinbyyourside.com. And we didn't leave out mindset or your personal goals either. By Your Side has happiness, nutrition, fitness, and tapping experts, too. It's your one stop for the best advice for the best you. Check out joinbyyourside.com and have the best coaches by your side. Hi, this is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show. We're having a great conversation with Amy Smith. She is the Joy Junkie. She's over at thejoyjunkie.com. And that junkie is J-U-N-K-I-E, so you find it. Head over there and you'll see that you can get a free workbook there all about gaining more self-confidence and more self-love. She's got a lot of terrific offerings. She's a life coach. She's got a fantastic podcast. She's a speaker. And she's just a general all-around badass. (laughs) And so right now, I want to ask her a little bit about that self-confidence and self-love. Because really, one of the things we were talking about before the show started, and Amy, I'd like you to expound on it, is that really when you're feeling more self-confidence, it's much easier to say no, right? Uh, absolutely. Let's talk about that a little bit. Do you have any advice for somebody right now today who'd want to start just feeling a little bit more confident? Sure. Well, gosh, oh, how do I size this up? Well, I think that a lot of it comes down to your value and your worth as a person. It all has to do with the lens through which you observe yourself. So if you if you think like, okay, this job surely will make me happy and then I'll be able to be totally confident or as soon as I have a baby or as soon as I start this business or as soon as I find the love of my life. And so we perpetually put our happiness on hold because we've assigned a lot of our self-worth to things outside of ourselves that we ultimately can't control in a lot of ways. So I think that there's a couple of things. I think there's one in really truly believing that inherently you are enough. And there's a lot of work you can do around shifting that belief. But the first step, I would say, to shifting any sort of belief around your own value, your own worthiness, your ability to be confident in yourself is to start to question the current belief. So I would start I would really encourage everybody to start looking at what do I what do I really believe about myself? Do I think that I'm valuable? Do I think I'm worthy? Do I think I'll be worthy when I gain love, attraction, whatever? And the first place to start unpacking that is to just go, what if I didn't have to strive for worth? What if those were just goals? What if I was already inherently enough? Just period. What what would shift? What if I didn't have to chase 
value? Like, what if it just was, you know? And so, and that's a paradigm shift. I mean, we're not trained to believe that. We're trained to achieve and, and attract and check off all the boxes. And um, so it, it, we're not used to just thinking like, oh, what if I'm already valuable? Yeah, so yeah, I like that. And it, it's, it's just a question to ask yourself. Well, it is too. It's like a, it's like that old saying: "Don't believe everything you think." You know, we get <laughs> we get so autom- an automatic pilot sometimes that we forget to question our own thinking and to really start questioning that belief. And I love this preface of "What if?" What if allows your brain to explore, like, "Well, hold on, do I really think that about myself?" Right. Well, and that's that's a, such a great example of how the mind works. You know, everything that happens inside our mind is just simply true. So it, if you've already made up that you are shy, then you are going to be shy. Like if you, if, you know, whatever, or if you think your thighs are fat or you're ugly or you're not extroverted enough, like until you unpack that, that will just remain your truth, period. Whether it's founded or not. So something that you can always use as a go-to question whenever you hear anything disempowering or negative is just to say, wait a minute, is that totally 100% for sure true? Can I know without a shadow of a doubt that that's true or have I just made that up? Yeah, exactly. Great, great question. I love it. Amy, any parting advice for everybody before we say goodbye? Well, I think just to give yourself, I mean, this is meaty, you know, this is big, this is huge, huge stuff. So wherever you are, give yourself some compassion that sometimes just even listening to this or opening your mind up to this, just getting an inquiry is already a step in the right direction. So opportunity for compassion for sure. I love that. Very, very good. Thank you so much for being here, Amy. I oh, love what a that. Blast. Yeah, it was so fun. And I love this stuff. And make sure and go check out Amy at thejoyjunkie.com. And thank you, everybody, for being here. Because I know you heard this really clearly, right? I know you totally got this. I mean, be willing to step back and take a look at it and ask yourself, is this really true? Do I really believe this? Is this really how I want to feel about myself? Am I willing to look Look at myself with a little more compassion and look at how I am being motivated. Am I being motivated by that guilt or am I being motivated by love? Because if I can top up that cup and you can do this right now with a little bit more love and a little bit more self-confidence, it gets so much easier, doesn't it? So go out there today and really question and be aware and realize that you're the one that's responsible for your intention but not for your reception. Buy yourself a little bit of time. You don't have to say yes to everything right this red hot minute and be honest about who you are in the world. People will understand and they will love you and the more you love yourself, the easier it gets and you know what? You can start that right now. Go out there and give yourself a big old hug and get ready for some big old self-love and self-confidence because today's the day it's time to step up and it is possible to say no without being a dick. So have a good one and we'll see you next time on The Mind Aware. Well, I don't know if this is the right analogy, but it's like kind of like being drunk and like you got to get into your house. You know, like, okay, just walk <laughs> up the walkway, you know, one foot in front of the other. Holy free holies, right? Oh, they'll get my smile later. Later they'll think that that crazy lady was smiling at me. <laughs> You're oh, doing yeah. the dishes and he's playing the banjo. We're talking fresh from your juicer. Each day is a new life we can create. And not looking at your smartphone or thinking about your next meeting, but just 
listening to people. If you're aware that we own a monkey. Because we're all about joy here at the Mind Aware, right? <laughs>